This is what I do when it comes to all films. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. Really I think know. all cultural respectful. artifacts of any type. Yeah. All right, so we're here. We're wet. Oh my God. Uh, let's do a little Jesus. round the round so going this way. David. Alan. Ronan. AB. Isabel. All right, beautiful. We just watched uh, Casino Tycoon, 1992. <laughs> Andy Lau. Uh, Boss, uh, boss extravaganza. How many years does the film span? Uh, thirty, I think. Right. Nineteen thirty to nineteen. He doesn't age a bit. Though. He doesn't <laughs> age. Yeah. Bosses don't age. Bosses don't age. But he immediately ages, and when the second film comes out, the baby doesn't oh, age good. either. Good. It's true. The I malaria mean, malaria baby. Andy Lau <laughs> looks as old now as he did when he made that movie. Mm-hmm. He's a boss. Nice. Um, do you want to hit us with a synopsis? Um. Yeah, well, I get <laughs> the best. The best synopsis is what Alan said earlier, which is that this is the genesis story of the fits of Macau. Um, All the fits, yeah. Yeah, but primarily the guy who was responsible for the fits of Macau. And it's creating a, the Las Vegas. It's a drama, slight dramatization of the story of Oops, Stanley Ho. Just slightly. Did Stanley Ho ever just actually kick a grenade out of the video? You know, <laughs> I would love to do more research on Stanley Ho and see if there's a whole, like, Bill Brasky kind of, like, set of stories about him, which I'm sure there probably will be. Yeah, I'm, su- I'm sure there's some, like, first-person accounts mm-hmm. put, into r- put into writing about him. He has 17 children by four wives. And those are those are the official children. <laughs> <laughs> those are the keepers. Yeah, yeah. The filmmakers. <laughs> the filmmakers imply that those are the ones with with. Okay, here's the personal life section. Over the years, dancing has been one of Ho's favorite hobbies. <laughs> achieving, you, you can really tell. Achieving. Well, there's a whole second movie. Also, there were right, a lot of montages, so we might have missed the right. second movie. Is just, just a musical? And yeah, the second movie the is just time. dirty dancing. Is this just really hard to talk about because we haven't seen the second movie? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Halt. Halt the podcast. God, Let's go to I couldn't go. I can't do it. Uh, so early on, uh, he, he identifies his best friend because he realizes that his best friend is a gambling addict. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his best friend at six years old was a uh, gambling addict. <laughs> he wrote down six-year-old Jeffrey Gamble. <laughs> Mega gambly. Yeah, he he was showing traits of a of a gambly homie from the moment he came out the womb, basically. Like, I'm best friends with the son of the family across the street, the Gambols. <laughs> when he introduces his first tip to him, um, after you fast forward to when they're like in their, I don't know, late teens, early 20s, he says of his friend, um, yeah, he's he's quite crude and <laughs> and ridiculous, but he's got a high moral compass, mm-hmm. which is, I think we decided like maybe one of the best compliments you can get from, from a homie. It's a little uh, curious whether he really has that <laughs> not, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, basically, like seventy uh, percent of the scenes where this homie's in the, um, included on film, he's like food is just pouring out of his mouth, or he's screaming at the top of his lungs <laughs> in somebody's face. So <laughs> he's he's quite a character. Yeah, he's a little bit like Dave <laughs> when Dave has put down like twenty ounces of cold brew and um, is maybe around a bunch of gambly homies. That Dave, are, are you crude or refined? I mean, I have I have a core group of friends that are like flatline gambly, <laughs> bad gamble. Yeah, and, you're, you're uh, closest. To when the I try and compare myself to them, I don't think that I'm the crude one. <laughs> but that I mean, it is could that be. how you get around it? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <laughs> yeah. You just compare yourself to the most uh, people. Just, just think that I'm appropriate. People think that I have a, a a good moral compass just because of the people I hang out with. Having a miserable moral compass. <laughs> yeah. You're just a gleaming beacon next to just a pile of dog death. shit. <laughs> pile of death. So, so Andy Lau, go, what was he going up to get like a diploma or something in the church or the auditorium? The homie tries to trip him up. Uh, fucking epic. Yeah, he's wearing like a just white with red trim. Sweater. Well, yeah, he won, he won like an award or something, right? <laughs> yeah, like right. He, he was like valedictorian or something. And just then, like uh, the good ethics award. He trips him the first yeah. time, but then on the way back after just, game, yeah, and they're just wearing stomps his shoes. They're wearing like the the tuxedo shoes. They're not even oh, like yeah. dress shoes. They're tuxedo mm-hmm. shoes. Oh, they're wow. gleaming. Yeah, and yeah. and it's a foreshadowing to the fact that Andy Lau's or uh, yeah Andy Lau's character doesn't make the same mistake twice and that's sort of a boss it's maneuver. it's the yeah. uh, you did me dirty and now i learned how to play as dirty as you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, which is a quintessential, which is a quintessential ma- it's basically the slogan of macau yeah he just gets dirtier and more successful as the film yeah. goes on yeah and of course in part two we can presume that he just gets he keeps getting dirty and yeah and, and every 
every like Fuck maneuver yeah. that he executes is basically just like a more blown out version of like stepping on somebody's shoe in a show of dominance and uh, scuffing their their fucking <laughs> gleaming shit up. The higher you go, the sh- better the shoes get, and the harder the stomp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The dirty you got to get. Uh, what's the dynamic duo in a real top cheese celebration? Oh, <laughs> oh that was so. <laughs> was like the slow motion kicking, right? I wrote that down because uh, yeah, it was after it was after they joined the soccer game. Yeah. And he and his best friend in that scene that's like kind of like the volleyball scene in Top Gun <laughs> where the like the really like jovial music cue hits and they're kind of just slow-mo playing soccer and Andy Lau comes in and just puts a goal top cheese immediately and then the celebration <laughs> is like them doing this choreographed dance number which the can can is, yeah. is yeah. totally oh yeah uh, slow-mo yeah, yeah yeah it's a total tonal shift from the rest of the movie up to that point but that is another foreshadowing in that the movie really uh, hops genres, hops uh, mm-hmm. sort of tones and <laughs> mood really abruptly. You, you know, life hops genres. <laughs> yeah. It does, yeah. It's really, a, it's an amalgamation. Was that what it was like when you were playing hockey and someone went top cheese? You that, that <laughs> was it a total shift? I, uh, <laughs> you guys oh, just yeah, go full sure. Lion King on the ice afterwards? I, is there anything, yeah, Is in, in life is there ever more of a tonal shift than when like you are triumphant in a sporting match and and you've got a crowd full of people just just um validating your achievement and celebrating with you it's like that and like <laughs> just somebody getting hit by a bus on the street it's <laughs> like those are the two <laughs> biggest tonal changes you bum me out <laughs> i can take out. your word for both of those <laughs> things <laughs> doing yourself in a boss move question mark <laughs> Well, there's, I think that there's a couple people that do themselves in and it seems to be like, I'm going to outboss all the bosses in the room and just end myself. Well, I mean, that, (laughs) I mean, doing yourself in is like, it's like, it's not a boss move, but it's like a, like a boss struggle move. You know what I mean? It's part of the boss struggle. Yeah. Yeah, the alternatives are even less boss. But in the end, when Benny, (laughs) when when the, the guy from America is threatening to kill Benny and then he does himself in, Benny seems like, he just got outbossed. He's like, I don't know what to do. With no, this. no, Benny. Benny knew what was gonna happen. Yeah, Benny, so knew, Benny, Benny knew. Benny put the boss pressure on him so thickly. Boss pressure. That's the only it's way out <laughs> was for him to shoot himself in the boss face. Boss pressure's on here somewhere. It's, it's, it's more like um, yeah. when the dude cut his finger off, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was gonna stab himself, but then he just he, he stabbed the other dude, and they were like, "No, that dude's the evidence." <laughs> like, oh, Uncle, I fuck it. Un- was it who? Which uncle was it? Uncle Cha? Yeah, Uncle Cha. Yeah, he's like Uncle Cha. I'm so fucking sorry that I just killed the evidence. Uh, I'm gonna kill myself, and they're like, "No, don't do it." And then he just cuts his finger off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. Still moving on the table. Was it? A little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you know, they, sh- they, sh- <laughs> you they know. shot it like someone put their finger through the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tight. Yeah. There's a lot of tricks effect. Wong Jing is was, playing it was with. Yeah, Wong Jing is a special effects master. Again, he's shifting tones. He's changing genres. <laughs> he's 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 able to play with slasher moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I like how that homie just is like is dicing up the guy that betrayed them, and then immediately just crawling and begging for repentance from the boss. Yeah. Uh, Subsequent to that, mm-hmm. that stabbing. Um, I want to bring it back to the soccer thing. For a second. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, I think soccer in in Hong Kong films, showing early in the film, shows a lot of dynamic changes, and also that's like kind of a uh, a recurring theme. I just remember like in Z Storm, they meet like the bad guy, and he's playing soccer, and he's like fucking awful. Then he like beats <laughs> up his henchman. For like playing defense for the other team, and he scores a goal, and then he smokes a cigarette. Mm. Uh, a good day. So, so Tell I'm very happy yeah. to see Hell that yeah. that soccer is a long tradition <laughs> of showing early boss dynamics. Yeah, yeah, that's like in the um, in the movie uh, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, God, dude. <laughs> where? Wait, what the fuck is it called? <laughs> dry. Oh, uh, god damn it! I forget. Never oh mind. boy, okay. You really uh, dried it out. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Sisters of Boo. Uh, goddamn. Tip cats you dead. <laughs> I don't know what, what? this says. <laughs> Someone got so zooted they couldn't write properly. Yeah, that was probably Dave. 
Right. No, yeah, that was me. <laughs> Dave, I don't remember writing. Dave, it. Dave when he wrote "Pressure" later on, just the S is j- just incomprehensible, <laughs> and it's over. It's super. It's like three S's superimposed on top of each other. <laughs> Dying. Anarchy reigned supreme. Was that a uh, period um, of time? That, that, was, that was that was that was yeah. That it was, was during a, the World War II montage that yeah. like causes him to move to Macau, <laughs> and, yeah. and Dave basically was just like, "That's tight to me." <laughs> <laughs> oh, World there War II. There was one sign that was just sparking out of control. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the montage sequences are really um, informative from a historical perspective. God, those pictures of Andy Lau sitting at uh, black and white, sitting at a table with a white guy, just like shaking hands, drinking wine, toasting the camera, all the big money, bossing, doing a big grin and a big shake. Was that the shift into him becoming like a real estate mogul after being banished from a? That was him getting the gambling's license. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he came back. There's two main huge montages, and one is when he gets kicked out of Hong Kong, and then they just show the next ten years, (laughs) and it's not even them; it's just buildings. In Hong Kong, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. great pictures of building, and then they're on a golf course. Presumably, like, rich as hell. Yeah, he, rich, he's so rich. Yeah. They kind of explain it. They're yeah, like, they used to sell the like real estate made, in blocks, and then they made spent. forward sales. <laughs> Documentary is another genre in this film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, exactly. It's profoundly confusing to me that uh, real estate sales in Hong Kong were only done in blocks. Like on, people just bought whole blocks. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Just had to just had to go whole you know whole Costco on it. Yeah, so that's, that's the <laughs> sounds unit. like a good deal. <laughs> me, me and my family of five need a place to live. We're gonna buy this block. Mm-hmm. King, Blocks off. King Gamble. King uh, Gamble. Yeah, a lot of people were. King oh, that was Gamble in the casino scene yeah. though. Oh yeah, they actually referred to that one homie as King. He's like he's living up to his yeah. name make as King Gamble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the firecracker torture? Oh, they put uh, it down his pants. I think you got pizza. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it was a boss. It was like an early on boss move that was like still kind of childish and mischievous. Oh, God, where dude. they just put I thought they were putting. I thought pants. those were hot peppers. <laughs> no, no. They, they, they it was like as he was like <laughs> puking up all the rice, and they like shoved it down his pants. I thought they, they were. Lie, I thought though. they were just shoving hot peppers <laughs> down, down his pants, dude. No, they're firecrackers. It's like I liked the I I liked the like progression from mischievous kind of silly boss moves to really grim like cutting ears off in the end just watching that kind of progression throughout the movie is one of my favorite parts mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> there's also a progression of different um phases of like homies just getting getting their junk violently slapped or slapped or, yeah, or yoinks or <laughs> yeah a lot of yoink bees and yeah we were talking off. about how seb would have really enjoyed that part of the movie Jesus. <laughs> yeah, well, Seb is so fucking far out. That, uh, <laughs> You're out. <laughs> Seb, um, Seb's as out as Dave has been for the last year. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, you heard me. I've been in. Grenade You're kick. <laughs> someone, there were a lot of grenades in this film that had to be avoided. Uh, someone kicked a grenade? Which part was that? Benny kicked a grenade... There was a boss exchange on the docks of, uh, I don't know, it was money, m- exchanging money for job. death, essentially. It was, <laughs> and uh, Benny came from out of frame and just, he kicked a grenade back in the air. It was in slow-mo. I mean, was yeah, there was, there was a slow-mo and it was just like the grenade was in midair and then his foot comes from off screen <laughs> and just... And he just nails it. I mean, that's how he impresses the bosses. He makes perfect contact. Yeah, you have to impress the bosses with some sort of superhuman feat. Yeah, yeah, and then then he gets offered a job like right afterwards. Yeah, like you kick that grenade really competently. Whenever (laughs) I you have a job now. (laughs) Whenever I interview for a job, I go in with a grenade kicking mentality. Yeah, (laughs) it's still how it works. It's like that YouTube video, the homie doing the bottle flip in the job interview. Yeah, yeah, that's basically like. The Macau version, right? I mean, he kicked it so well that his friend that's just throwing up soup also gets a job. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's cool to be the friend <laughs> and just hang around people who can kick who can kick grenades well, on point. Shows good well, judgment. that yeah. yeah, I mean, he as long as you have good moral character, but maybe a dirty mouth. Yeah, <laughs> he showed good discernment in in his like in riding the coattails of Andy Lau. Like he really he came up. He had amazing taste in hats and a, a just shrewd um, demeanor in terms of uh, making moves. Uh, watching a tip retrie- retrie- uh, retrieve chocolate. Watching a tip retrieve chocolate. Yeah, like is that boss so level. It, when did that happen? He was it, it was line. when it was when he was approaching the sister tip. 
yeah. for the first time. And the, he like, gave her the feature girl, wife. Yeah. Gave her, it was like the whole courtship thing was kind of like what we were thinking about. And like, how does that fit into a boss dynamic? Right. Yeah, I mean, is it is it quite the nicely? <laughs> I think I think there's there's credit to be said for quite nicely. Yeah. Just like the uh, the demure like unbossing <laughs> for a second. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know yeah. No, I, mean? I think the only moment in the movie where he is sort of unbossed or is flustered or flounders a little bit is when he like runs into that uh, door exactly. frame. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. And, and only a tip can do that to a boss. Only, well, she, only the the tip. She hit him with the mo- well. Was that the tip? That was the that the was the teenager tip. That, or whatever. No, that was his future wife. Yeah, but his then first but wife. the real tip. Not his first We saw tip, what happened with the real wife. tip in the yes. prison. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, right. it, she, like, went and hid in the bathroom or something, and then... Like her room. Her yeah. room. Yeah. yeah. And then she opened the door, and she was like, I love you, bye. Yeah. <laughs> so the door, he was so... He said something that was, like, really boss, and then immediately runs into the, into the wall. But then he just leaves her the, the bar of golden chocolate. And then he's yeah. like, lucky no one saw me. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it in a movie when someone says, lucky so no one saw me. Yeah. Because we're watching them. Some powerful, powerful irony. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, like all of the all of the tipping revolves around that fountain that he leaves the chocolate oh, yeah. bar on. Uh, Everything with that woman always. revolves around that fountain. The, yeah, the the gold chocolates, the the peeping on the gold chocolates. <laughs> the I mean, scene, the, the, the scene where he touches her hand, the touching mm-hmm. hand like, touching literacy. Tutoring, yeah, sulfuric God, acid. The f- they were tipping so, yeah. on each other so hard in that scene; it was unbelievable. <laughs> it's the fountain or the church for her, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, later on, that's once what it is for Dave. She has yeah. an adverse relationship Ship with it. liquid. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, she at does. Both ultimately, the fountain <laughs> and the church, Dave. <laughs> uh, Andy Lau later on kind of. Um, he kind of uh, calcifies on her, and she's just like, "Hey, uh, I know you have to do what you have to do, uh, and you've, if in becoming number one in Macau you die, it's okay with me." <laughs> and uh, he was just like, "I'll, ne- I will not lose." <laughs> I think Dave, you were saying that uh, he was having trouble getting vulnerable. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> he was just. He was like, "I'm boss. Uh, I've been getting zooted all night off this tea and reading these big books, which I guess were yeah business books." He was yeah. He was preparing for his his move back. I mean, he smacked his head on a pole once, yep. but, but never again. <laughs> never, but, but only <laughs> once. The, the, never this, again. This this door frame played dirty, but I'll be dirtier next time. <laughs> <laughs> he builds a door behind a door. Oh, man. Yeah, that also taps into a, a sort of boss characteristic of being just absolutely certain of every maneuver that you're making, not having any skepticism <laughs> or self-doubt. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Which several characters in this movie display, and, and for many of them, it comes to bite them in the ass later. But like the mutton boss. The mutton boss was yeah. He never jokes. I mean, the <laughs> mutton boss is like the 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 true boss of the film. I would I right. would suggest. I mean, yeah. he gets the last collar tuck. Exactly. Right? They have to. Mm-hmm. You have, he has to get it. Yes. It, it was the yeah. He, God, he, the whole, shuff, he shuffled his collar. The like, whole mutton shop <sighs> exchange of just like this is the best mutton shop. There's no one here. No one understands mutton like I do. <laughs> this isn't mutton. Sometimes imitations are better than reality. <laughs> I never joke. I never joke. You must survive. That's the only rule. Survive. My judgment's never wrong. <laughs> you may catch me smiling, but nothing I is hope fucking to- fun here. <laughs> I hope to be your, your consultant one day. He's like, oh, don't say that. By the way, pay for this meal. <laughs> <laughs> and then he shows up on the golf course, yeah. fitted, outfitting them. Yeah. He outfits them. He ba- he bossed him into like a uh, like a tutelage mentor mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. And the guy, and he didn't even know what hit him. Like Andy Lau was just like, oh well, I guess I guess that's just the way that it is now. Um, uh, someone smoked opium uh, in front of a gradient window. Yeah, oh, yeah. In, a, in a boss yeah. suit. Lane I mean, Mr. Cha, Mr. Cha's op- opium, opium exploits <laughs> through the entire film. Yeah, just, just in general. Just getting professionally z- uh, fitted and then climbing back into bed to get really loaded. It's a real <laughs> move. Like, like, like when the dude was stabbing the evidence and then stabbing, cutting off his own figure, like Mr. Chow was just so just like oped out. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, he could just like point with him, point with his pipe. Yeah, but that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think everybody's impression of him with it was that he was like really prudent and measured and kind of composed, but no, actually just he like was just so he was just loaded as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dave, have you ever been in that kind of position? You said yes. you said you you had uh, done some done some opium in a suit before. Yeah. 
Were you sure. ever were you ever in a position? <laughs> but it wasn't that boss because it was like I was laying in my, like my bedroom, my dad's house in Edmonds. You weren't just on. You weren't just laying on the top of a car, being like, "I'm the king of Mill Creek." <laughs> no. <laughs> no, or in traffic on I five twenty. I had a couple like full velvet three piece suits. You sure did. Yeah, um, you still do. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I would. Yeah, I'd get. I'd smoke some weird drugs and lay in bed and think that I was the king I'd, of I'd all. I'd smoke some weird drugs. Uh, <laughs> was uh, the mutton boss? I got food for gods. Uh, oh, because that's when you cook. Yes. Yeah. Uh, was it Uncle Cha who was just no? No, no. Uh, it, was, it was Dirty Wong. Yeah, Dirty Wong. Dirty yeah. Wong tried to kill them. Tried to kill them. And they came back, and he was like, "Oh, oh, you're back. This is so great. Let's uh, roast a pig for God." <laughs> <laughs> That's like a um, a desperate boss move, like uh, a um, grasping at boss straws. That's a dirty boss play. Yeah, to roast a pig for God disingenuously. Um, Dave, uh, how many meets up of the century were there? Oh, I mean, just endless, um, endless. <laughs> yeah, but endless meetups. But especially the, the one where they're on the golf course. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and and Andy Lau's the whole uh, time. Benny, Benny's I'm... boss, like the OG mutton boss, comes back. Yeah, the and whole like, the but, whole yeah. time in the movie, in in my head, the inner dialogue, it was just screaming that I need that in my life. <laughs> it was like, that's it was, what I'm shooting for. Yeah, it was life. vibrantly powerful. <laughs> yeah. the energy between golf those course meetups meet of the century. Yeah, yeah. And also it that was, like really happy music when the guy's just calling his kid a motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was full city hunter. Or when his friend is telling his kid that uh, that he just ships with her mom every yeah. night. Like I can say whatever I want <laughs> to my kid. I fuck his mom every night. And there's yeah, like an adult-oriented uh, rock. With and then the, the kid, <laughs> cut to the kid sticking his tongue out. Just, eh. Yeah, that was kind of a boss misfire. You know, that was like too crude to be like a truly boss. Well, I mean, he's not the boss. Thing. He's like yeah. the sub-boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that's I mean, a full Mr. Somebody, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's more yeah, of a Mr. Somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's sort of an unjustified, like, flagrant display of pride and ego. Um, it's an inner boss with the chair sister rivalry. Excuse me? Or, no, no, <laughs> inner boss with the chair. Oh, oh, she because uh, she smashes the chair against her okay, sister and yes. she's coming at her. Because yes. the sister destroys the picture of the of her, of her real mammy. mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, her like whore mom. She and her rage just like consumes her. And she, mm-hmm. she, she instantly becomes literate. Yeah, has good handwriting. Now she that, can read. That's always the type like dynamic in the movie when someone does the one thing that turns <laughs> yeah. that, that turns the other person into a boss. Yeah. <laughs> like they're pretty like. Well, I mean, she was just not winning in the fight, and then she did the one thing, and then next thing you know, she got a sheet full of sulfuric acid all over her face, like, and it was yeah. game over. Like, bosses can be both born and made. <laughs> Tight. That's actually a true debate. Yeah. Uh, I, I think bosses can be nurture, both yeah. born and made, but in order to be made, you have to be in proximity to a born boss. Oh, That's damn. true, yeah, yeah. yeah. And a bottle of sulfuric acid, right. presumably. If you get a bunch of maid bosses together, then you get boss babies. <laughs> like fake bosses. Uh, yeah, and that's one of the notes, I think. Yeah. Uh, an instructional manual on how to boss up the boss babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, nothing more, there's nothing more satisfying than bossing up a boss baby. So what are the instructions? <laughs> What's the procedure? What do you do first? Well... <laughs> You stoop to their level. I'm seeing you wind up. You, you stoop. Alan's Number one, up. you stoop to their level. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you, you small down on them? You small down on them. <laughs> and then you do a bunch of things in the background, which, which they suffer from, like third or fourth handily. Oh, yeah. And then later on, when they're suffering and they come to you, you tell them you were responsible for it all. Oh, and they know once and for all. Yeah. And if they get the upper hand on you, you just yell at them. <laughs> profusely about how you don't care and you already bossed them and then they are just struggling with how the even if they do kill you they're not they're still a boss baby and then they have to kill themselves <laughs> yeah wow um back in baby in a corner yeah. i guess yeah. uh yeah. <laughs> that's like physically they have you in the corner but on on a boss like spiritual level you have completely bossed them onto the edge of the plank damn dude are you, yeah are you are you the, talking about where i Oh, yeah, I wrote an instructional manual on how to boss up the boss babies. Alan just laid out his <laughs> procedure. What's your procedure? Oh, What's well, the first I don't step? know. I just I was in the bathroom, so I missed Alan's procedure. Well, let's just hear um, yours. Did you wash your hands? I did wash my okay, hands, good. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, from what I... Uh, God damn it. Let me think about it. Well, so <laughs> what you just described sounds like something you would do. 
kill a child? No. Well, like a, <laughs> do, well first Stark. of all, absolutely, yes. yes. But, uh, you, don't, you don't kill the child, but you put a $500 million bounty on something near the child, so maybe the child gets killed in maybe, the process. Like, maybe Stark by someone baby. else, maybe right. by me, if right. I Maybe the, the mom is just, like, a fucking piece My of shit. My concern about, like, like, what you're describing, though, is that it's just a two-generational thing. Like, you, is there's no con- continuation of, like, the boss dynasty, babies. Yeah. yeah. Like, everyone dies at Gen 2. I mean, boss babies can have kids, and the boss babies will come in revenge, and maybe they'll become true bosses and, and, and get you. Well, that's the hope, yeah. right? But, yeah. I mean, many dynasties in uh, medieval Europe were ruined. That's like the Kill Bill thing, where she kills a uh, copperhead, and she's like, you hate what I did, just train and come back for me. I'll oh, yeah, things. yeah. yeah. Uh, I bossed sure. your mom real hard. She tried to boss <laughs> me, and I bossed her real, real hard. And this is how you set up a franchise of So films. don't do what your mom did. Do yeah. what I did and boss yeah. me real hard. And that's what also yeah. happens to a homegirl who spins the, like, giant fucking mm-hmm. ball thing. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, just the distinction between the premium boss and the boss light oh, is yeah. a big theme that's explored the in the movie. The rainbow boss and the emerald mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> And so in, in this movie, it's it's funny because in a lot of movies like this where it's a sort of genesis story of like a uh, really powerful f- kind of crime figure is that... Um, definitely a crime figure. Yeah, well... De- okay, like multiple yeah. murderers. <laughs> <laughs> like, k- killer um, and the kind of guy that says... Uh, well, I don't know how legitimate he is in, in real life. Well, yeah, I want to do more research on the actual person that the character is based off of. The actual person killed people... I can just with say impunity. That. with impunity. Yeah. You don't get seventeen children, four wives, <laughs> and many dance trophies. No. Without <laughs> number bloodshed. one, it's the dance trophies are the big red I flag. Know. No, no one is clean. No one has a clean slate as the number one of Macau. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at yeah. least as far as I know, you don't get there keeping your hands clean. Um, but yeah, the distinction between those two levels of boss is really um, important. But it's it's funny because usually in movies like this, where the the premium boss. they'll outmaneuver intellectually and strategically the boss lights. Whereas in this movie, a lot of the outmaneuvering is just him being better at like kicking people in the nuts and (laughs) tossing them off boats and like averting dynamite explosions. Um, So that's why it's like kind of a weird movie because it, it, it toes this line between like action slasher horror because there are just some really macabre scenes of people getting acid porn on their face. I mean, he uses feats of strength to deal with, like, situations that affect his potential bosshood, but never when it directly comes to a boss. Yeah, but okay, yeah. I mean... It is pretty inexplicable that he's got this incredible martial arts training. <laughs> I mean, he's like, also a physics genius. Per, he's a physics genius. He's proficient with small arms. Yeah, he, I like, mean, he goes, he can, he goes he John goes. Wick. Like, he almost <laughs> falls off that boat. He's hanging by his foot, and he just headshots those two homies <laughs> that are coming at him. Well, if he didn't, if, if Wang Jing decided to do more realistic a more realistic rendering of that, it would probably be happened in a montage. Yeah. It would have probably been like five black and white pictures of a boat getting to where it needs to go on time. Yeah. But instead, like the, the sort of like, cause he planned it very well. Instead, it's like the, the entrepreneurial maneuvering is reduced to montages. Whereas like the fight scenes are blown out sure. and extended and prolonged. Uh, um, but, but that scene with the alt, like his childhood nemesis or whatever, where he basically bosses him into killing himself, like that's obviously like a, a f- example of psychological manipulation and mm-hmm. just basically being able to see four moves into the future and just calling it. I mean, every day we kn- we need to ask ourselves for our most like uh, dire situations. How can we make our dire situations shoot themselves in the head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this gets back to you. So hmm, really, <laughs> yeah. So your one of your biggest life goals is to get seven of your enemies and yourself on like a. Um, uh, ostensible island vacation yeah. and then kill them one by one in really uh, untraceable ways. Just Agatha Christie really? it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, you need to start planning early. Got I got like the Polly Pocket house, right? And like just started planning out the scenario. So I imagine that this dude this was doing was the same thing. This was when you were thing. a child? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh. I <laughs> and still to this what day, but it really began early. 
<laughs> so, like, what's the first couple? I mean, do the killings get more uh, spectacular? Or well, they start out presumed accidental, of course, right? Uh-huh. Because you need somewhere to build to, right? So that's like when you're watching like which whichever it is, Friday the Thirteenth, and like the vast majority of the movie, people are dying, and nobody else knows that there are people dying. Like, you got to get past that quick, right? But you need to establish it. So then they start to get more and more gruesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, every serial murderer starts small. Start, you, you have know. to start small, yeah. yeah. You have to start with, like, an accidental fall down the stairs or, like, you know, an accidental poisoning with strychnine. <laughs> accidental sur- sulfuric acid to the face. <laughs> in, yeah. Okay, so what's the final, the final kill? The final kill is, of course, psychological manipulation into suicide. All right. Bordering yeah. on so, occults. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you would definitely have to, to give... You would definitely have to give them the sense of having the upper hand. Absolutely. You yeah. have to you have to present them with the option as though, look, here is your last chance. Here is like one last maneuver, one last move that you potentially have, and they really have to seize it, like <laughs> enthusiastically. Like you have a getaway plane and they yes. get in on it, and then they like try to hit like they like get in the air and they realize they have no landing gear. And they try to hit the button and the sign pops up. She's like, fuck you. Yeah, just like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your face appears on a monitor. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Guess what? They radio, they radio for help and it's just their wife and child screaming. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Yeah. Just, yeah, that's when you really like. You had real, you had real psycho eyes there, um, Okay, and then what All do you do? All this boss talk is like, I mean, I think the logical conclusion of like, uh, the boss teleolo- teleology is just <laughs> becoming a psychotic murderer. Well, well, certainly. <laughs> and absolutely. When I negotiate with agents about people I'm getting to perform at my shows, this is the kind of thoughts I'm having about them. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get through the day. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we're just wrapping up. What do you do on the island after everyone's been... Uh, just uh, beautifully and poetically done away with? Well, first of all, you feast before the meat rots. On their bodies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I knew that was coming. I was like, when is she going to start eating Dave's people? Dave's like, when is, <laughs> gotta... when is the cannibals going to yeah. come in? Just counting down. No, I yes! Mean... <laughs> Realistically, like, uh, you sunbathe. Uh-huh. Yeah, you have that beautiful, like, end of a Bond movie moment where you're just like, and now I can enjoy the simple things in life. <laughs> Like my Sudoku. All right, beautiful. All right, well, cool. I hope you get to realize that dream someday. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, speaking of big time uh, boss psychosis, uh, so Andy Lau puts out a $5 million hit on uh, his brash, um, nem- like uh, sweaty, uh, cackling nemesis who walks into, I think, at least four different scenes already laughing before he hits the door. God, he was the, wor- <laughs> he was the worst part of the movie. Yeah, it, so it, there's like yeah. kind of two main nemeses. It's like dirty... What is it? What is the name? Dirty, Dirty Chang. Dirty Chang. Yeah, and that's then, who I'm talking and then about. His, and then his childhood nemesis is like more about his but age. Dirty yeah. Chang uses the childhood nemesis. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, is the childhood nemesis the one from America? Yeah, the one who yeah. went to America to study and yeah, married, married one, his first boo. The one, who, tri- the one who trips him and then he blows his head and off. And then he blows his, <laughs> he blows his uh, tuxedo shoes off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, one of my favorite off. parts of the movie... <laughs> One of my favorite parts of the film was when he got cucked. Just like the whole process of like, here's your malaria medicine. <laughs> What's well, like, what Dirty Chang uses to get him enraged? To yeah. try to inspire him to yeah. murder. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. all the all, yeah, everybody he, in jail knows about it. Yeah, he yeah, he, yeah. he, he, he took all your he took all, all your, your money. Friends. All the jail people know all your my reputation in the jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, a boss has to have a good reputation. I mean, in jail. yeah, you you're worried about Hell your yeah. all reputations at all times. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he fucking took all your if casinos. He outmaneuvered you, and he fucking cucked you. If someone told me like really all the pigeons in, the in town were talking about me, I would think about it for like ten minutes, like how I can solve this problem. <laughs> how many sandwiches do I need to buy? Like, God, God, can I bribe them, or do I have to kill them? Yeah, how many how many <laughs> boxes of rippers do I need to uh, dole out? Five million dollars on all the pigeons. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mammy. Uh, Dirty homies, uh, Mammy and Papa, um, just try to chop him up. Hell I mean, he's yes. bad stock, and he's from bad stock. Oh, that's true. He also says that he feels he must be adopted because his parents are, are so such stupid. idiots. Yeah, I uh, mean, they did like bring in the the sack of grenades. <laughs> yeah, why is, like, this in the why house? is this? Why is this? Why is a sack of grenades in my house? They're like, oh, someone left it here, so we brought it in. 
Like, you are all idiots. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought you ordered this on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. What's the deal? <laughs> oh, I thought you... <laughs> um, they, um, they unfortunately don't uh, chop him, and he chops them. Well, I think the mammy gets, uh, gets him, she dices gets him in yeah. the she arm a, a little bit. And the way that she comes at him is unreal. It's like if you can imagine just like an old woman like crossing the street really slowly, but she has a knife and she's trying to kill her son because she's about to come up on five milli. I love how they set. <laughs> I love how they set it up too. Like he's he's sitting in his living room, and then the parents slide in from stage left, facing the camera with a big smile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like, what the hell do you want? And they're like, we made dinner. <laughs> we had a really great dinner for you. <laughs> and like the the death of the mom is just like the cliche slasher horror thing where. You don't see her death, but you see her blood just splatter against the window. Mm. Yeah. 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 And then oh, the like yeah. persistent sound moments. of him like chopping her in the back. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. it went full blown like John Carpenter because then, then like the goblin esque or like Carpenter esque fucking synth lines come in and like the moody right, yeah, kind yeah. of uh, drones. And there and were some just, tones that David and really then just resonated directly with in his soul. Like, documentary footage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. insane. Yeah. And then just absolute tipping. I want to know what Stanley Ho thinks of this movie. He probably loves it. I mean, I, it's, I think he loves it too. I think, yeah, watches I think it once it, a week. <laughs> I think it's that, or it just bare, it just almost doesn't register. You have to watch it before you enter his home. It is pretty. <laughs> it, it does. It is pretty ingratiating. He probably just like watch his watches the the most sinister scenes and just has a laugh and his, and just says in his head, "You don't even know." <laughs> he just has you don't a, even know the darkness. He just that has that how, mustered up. Is that how you feel when people talk about you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you only knew. <laughs> Yeah, he just has a gif of like uh, the scene where he fucking the samurai kicks that dynamite just playing over and over in his bedroom, and he just he just sits across from it while wouldn't it be crazy if high on opium? <laughs> wouldn't it be crazy if one of his pastimes is just like in the morning he takes his cup and then just kicks grenades into the air and explode <laughs> in his backyard? Well, it's kind of like that one. <laughs> it's kind of like that one scene in the Johnny Toe movie where they're uh, tossing plates and then just shooting the plates after they eat dinner. Yeah, What's instead of hitting golf balls, the guy? God, I the love, patio, I he's love just that kicking movie. grenades in the air. I love that movie. Yeah. Vengeance, by the way. Okay. Vengeance. R.I.P. Yeah, to yeah, Johnny yeah. Halliday. Uh, Rest in peace, Johnny Damn, Halliday. I want to kick a fucking know, grenade dude. in there. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have to be a physics genius. But I want to finish I'm going to kick a grenade right in the middle of Green Lake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to figure out a way to do that. Yeah, just a bunch just of Just blow my legs off. <laughs> <laughs> just... just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice relaxing just walk around Green Lake. Huh? <laughs> I'm just yeah, you just you're just doing a relaxing walk around around Green Lake and David is just eating fucking catfish that he exploded out of the lake. <laughs> he leaves tight. a deep trace. <laughs> deep impact. Refrigerator sized catfish. <laughs> um, so tight. So how do we feel about the malaria adultery? Again, I love it. I loved it. I loved it. I knew it was coming the whole movie, and when it happened, I was like, fuck yeah. You knew it was coming the whole movie? I, I knew she was going to be back. She okay, had but too malaria deep of an way? impact. I mean, I didn't know it was going to be a malaria impact, but... <laughs> <laughs> I love the use of malaria to move the plot forward. Yes, pro-malaria. Yeah, yeah this, this real good plot in this one. <laughs> real yeah. good. Yeah. I'm hungry. <laughs> I have malaria. Hey, on a scale of uh, 1 to 10, rate the plot structure of this film. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, it's definitely like 25. Like it's, like, it's like 40 chess. It's, it's just a on three. a different level. <laughs> I don't rate the plot highly. I hope that that's okay with you guys. That's fine. Okay. Yep. Dick punch for charity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give all my money to charity. You came in my house, tried to blow my casino up, so I'm going to punch you in the dick and send a bomb to your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for charity. That was the most concise summary of that scene you possibly could have delivered. That was, the, uh, that, was <laughs> a, that was the I'm back from... My golf course. Oh, and I'm dirtier than dirty. I'm and dirty. dirty yeah, I'm and I'm so dirty. And, and the, Dirty Chang really like that was when it was be- became abundantly clear that that he fucking was, he was Andy up. Lau had the upper hand. He was yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, and the governor. Dirty is in Chang. The background. When when Andy Lau was expelled from ten for ten years, which I I love that scene too, <laughs> where he's just in the jail and they're like, "You gotta go. You bit him in the neck. You gotta go for ten years." <laughs> Cut. Cut. <laughs> Waving from the boat. <laughs> yeah. Going. Cut montage. Was that just a random Cut homie waving? Course. No, that was, no, the, was Yen. The, that was yeah. the, oh, okay, that was okay, like his yeah. his one true homie. Right, right, right. With the glasses, the yeah, big thick. Yeah, his reliable, Mister Reliable. But I I feel yeah. like in that scene where, with Dirty Chang, where he where he just grabs or punches him in the nuts or does something, uh, he just 
probably thought to himself, like, what can get this motherfucker to stop cackling? Well, yeah, what if I yeah. just punch him in the nuts? <laughs> yeah, but what's so amazing is he 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 double bossed him, right? So he yeah. he just blasts him in the dick. But right right before that, he um, just blasts him in the dick. <laughs> yeah, he tells him, uh, "If I die, you die." Well, so he says, "If I die, oh, you yeah. die." And then Dirty Chang's like, uh, "Don't threaten me," and he's just like, "You need a witness to say that I'm threatening you." <laughs> And he just gets really and nervous. And blasts him in the there's dick. Like, yeah. There's like at least 20 <laughs> people around them that are within earshot. No, he bossed him. He hit him with, he hit him with a boss um, uh, 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 encrypted peer-to-peer mm, <laughs> single yeah. stream. Yeah. Uh, he, d- he DM'd him real yeah. hard. <laughs> he hit him in the DMs. Direct message. <laughs> like direct dick slag. DM'd. Um, Ooh, uh, someone got kicked in the baby. Oh yeah, <laughs> the baby's fine, but she wasn't. What? Yeah, baby that was, was a fine, that was a weird. Wasn't. Yeah, the baby was fine. She was not fine. Well, because she gets kicked in the baby and then thrown onto the baby, and then she's bleeding from the there mouth, a... but also from the legs. Yeah, so and it's then they coming sh- yeah. out both ends. There was a lot of uh, misdirection. <laughs> Jesus, misdirection, baby death. Yeah, no, it was a real like it was a bait and switch. Yeah, I was really God, psyched the for that baby that to church, die. Though. The basement of that church was wild. Yeah, there mm. were some good fits in this movie. I really, um, I'm looking forward to watching the second one sometime and seeing like the realization of the fits of Macau. But um, w- there were some good fits to hold us over until then. The gradient behind the homie that's shooting opium um, or smoking opium, the boss homie, the uh, the basement of the church. There are a few others. The ca- the original casino where he, where he comes up with the PVC workaround mm-hmm. so that the homies can't um, play the system. That was like an entirely different movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got a movie in a movie. It was. It was I mean, there was, was like excellent. there was like excellent four. Value. Yeah, it was it was four double. <laughs> we got doubled up. We upon. had a, that's we a had, boss movie. We had a whole like CBS like t- like scorpion like <laughs> nerd solving crimes. <laughs> little episode. <laughs> Just a mini series yeah. with it. <laughs> it's yeah. like, listen, I hope you understand that you believed you had purchased a single movie, but <laughs> but this is two hours. <laughs> Again, excellent value. <laughs> and we had to cut stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the boss why did we they, didn't yeah, see. Yeah, why did they put the mini movie in there but they cut all the how to make money in Hong Kong? <laughs> I don't know that Wang bosses Jing, ever really don't challenge the artistic. Wang Jing is a is a masterful is a is a trickster of a storyteller. He's a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a playful he's, puckish figure is, for sure. He's the puck. He's a, he's he's definitely puck. Um, uh, beat you like a beehive. There were all sorts of incredible lines in yeah, this movie. A lot of uh, trans like liberal translations of things, and a lot of direct <laughs> trans. I feel like more than two, three, four people may have worked on the subtitles for this movie. They were burned in, by the way. This is like old school burned in subtitles, um, which were cut off on our version on the ends. So we had a lot of a lot of uh, interpretations. I really do think it was a laser disc transfer. Yeah, sure. Like I don't think it was a master film. Sure. Well, there was that one scene where the um, whoever was translating the dialogue was using lots of flowery adverbs and like, yeah. poetic language. What did they say about? Nice. What did they say but, about? Like people are like smacking each other, but they're like. Yeah, what did they say? Oh, they were exceptionally obedient. <laughs> yeah, exceptionally obedient henchmen. <laughs> <laughs> Which any boss absolutely must recruit. And five minutes before they had been misspelling thugs as thungs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Thungs. Do you, th- you ever thung out on and somebody? I will, I will, oh, yeah. I will uh, what does it say, burst your face? <laughs> <laughs> I burst your uh, Burst your head. It was like bust, but they added an R, so it was like burst your head, burst your face, burst That's your head. Sweet. More <laughs> threatening and... Yeah. Yeah. I totally missed it. Yeah. There's a lot of like slight little like beehive thing. And then I love how BB was just BB. Oh, yeah. Baby was, uh, became BB. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That was, that was a vision. You think you invented BB as BB? But no, you didn't. (laughs) Wong Jing did. (laughs) (laughs) Yet another thing that Hong Kong has influenced about American culture. Uh, Baby with a trigger finger and a heart full of vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how the that's kind of where we're getting to towards the end, right? Right. Yeah. So his wife gets hospitalized and she's paralyzed from what the hips down, but then yeah. um, the baby's fine. But the baby's fine and beautiful. And Wait, the first description beautiful. we get of the baby is she's beautiful, she's fat, she's white. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but your wife can't walk. Just like your. I'm sorry, your baby is dark. But it's a. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and then you walk into the next room and you say, "Great news! <laughs> Great. Your baby is fine." 
But I mean, like, if the theme of the movie is doing dirty, the people who've done you dirty, then the baby needs to do real dirty things because it got dirtied pre-birth. Not well. Uh, oh, jeez. Well, this is why I have a hope for like for a follow-up, like a third edition yeah. to. So the I, I was saying the baby was thematically equipped with vengeance, uh-huh. like from minute one. Or the baby is so white, but it will become extremely celibate. Yeah, it has. It, it's up here. Yes. And it, has, it has very far to go. Very, very to get good. down to the. To the Wong, which makes Wong. the evolution, <laughs> m- makes the character the development Jake. of him doing well, people dirty. Will Vengeance intriguing. Baby and Mosquito Baby like meet in the future? <laughs> <laughs> will they be nemeses or will they? Mosquito be Baby is the child born from malaria, from malaria delirium. By the way, <laughs> I think um, which gets an appearance at the end, and he's like, "I'm thinking of him. I'm thinking of a man, <laughs> and I'm wondering where he is." It's Stan. Is Stanley Ho? Yeah, Stanley. And Ho. he's inexplicably on like a canoe oh, if if stanley's real life is any indication those two babies do not get along <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're vying not. yeah they're vying for stanley's fortune for sure um all right i think you know we're pretty we're getting pretty close here uh any other things we missed were there any collar adjustments that we didn't talk about there was just one really grandiose collar adjustment at the end of the movie it was just like how can we pack one more boss move in well, and yeah, just it, left it was, it, on a, it was the OG mentor to Benny boss. It was the, the last, it was the, the last scene. The mutton right? boss. And he, yeah, he's basically in slow-mo looking at the camera, which is like, I guess in the, from the first person perspective of Benny and he just grabs his collar and just readjusts it. Wasn't and, there? Uh, and it's basically like what he's saying with that gesture is like, I, I saw all this play out before it did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like it was it was like the it was like the collar adjustment from Mickey Rourke in the Pope of Greenwich Village. Yes. Yeah, just yeah. epic for sure. Yeah. And that's yeah, that is one of the uh, the overlap or I guess sort of genre um, through lines is that there's like a lot of just shit that you'll see in standard kind of gangster movies or like Italian mafia movies in this, but because it's like flipping genres and tones and turns into a romance movie and it's basically six and a half movies packed into one. It's <laughs> way more interesting than a lot of those movies. <laughs> uh, yeah. And the proper note to end on truly <laughs> like all of those movies, the end of all of them is the guy popping his. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Michael Madsen walking into the room and saying, I like it. I like it big time. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to go around the room. Wet ratings this way. Um, seven out of 10. Um, what? Cool. Yeah. And uh, figurative expression. Um, you're out, and it's like a light downpour, but you're out for a while, so you get a little bit wetter than you were expecting. Nice. Wow. Ship it. That's good. Oh, I'm up. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, I give it a, I give it like a seven point eight out of ten, and um, I think just just because of the, I think one thing we actually didn't talk about at all unbelievably is Andy Lau's flow throughout the entire well, movie yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. how uh, glimmering it is. Andy Lau's and flow deserves a whole episode of its own. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's God a two flow. hour YouTube supercut. <laughs> have you had an episode on flow? Not yet. Uh, well, Although flow uh, is featured God prominently uh, in every single episode that we talk about. Yeah. God flow. Um, yeah. So he has unbelievable God flow. He has basically the same haircut throughout the whole movie. So I guess uh, Benny, Benny knew what he liked <laughs> and he stuck with it. Um, but the scene, the scene earlier on in the movie where he's tipping um, really hard in front of the fountain, it's like he and the, uh, the sister character, both just inexplicably have like super wet hair and they're just glimmering and the sun is hitting the fountain behind them and they're like trading places sitting in front of the fountain and they're uh they're just unbelievably smitten and their hair's gleaming and that's that's the type God, of wetness. Dude. That's the type <laughs> of wetness. <laughs> beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I, I, I remember you were hit with very like deep romantic feelings for that. And you're just like, I want this and I want this in my house and I want fountains in my house and BBs yeah. to be presented in such a manner. I and I love gloves. <laughs> yeah, oh glove. yeah, and you're into gloves. Yeah, but not into above the knee or right below the knee. Boots. No boots, just gloves. <laughs> no boots, just, just gloves. gloves. Yep. All right, so what you're into? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, you're ready? Gloves, <laughs> no uh, I guess like like a six, like a six out of ten. All right. Right. Uh, you know, 
just, just really thinking it through. Do I have to? Do I have to like explain? Like you just have to do a figurative expression. Figurative expression, I guess, would be like when it's like seventy-five degrees outside, and you walk like ten or fifteen blocks, and you don't really think that you're that like moist, but then you go into air conditioning, and you're like, hmm. <laughs> kind of schwitzy in here. Uh. <laughs> Very good. Yes. Perfect. Uh, I'd give it a 7 out of 10. Um, it's just another uh, movie with Andy Lau in it. There can really, there can really be... Um, there's no upper limit to those kinds of films. And I'll watch them. You can put one in front of me. I've only seen one bad one. Um, so his, his, he's basically... Uh, someone in the movies called something a 9 out of damn... Oh yeah, uh, and I would rate Andy Lau's career nine out of damn. Um, I think, but I can think of some other ones I enjoyed more than this. Anyway, uh, I would rate it a um, uh, yeah, a um, trip to the church and doing a a, a light, but uh, a light splash of the holy water on the face. But each drop uh, contains so much meaning. Mm. That's it. Wow, that's it. There was also the point where someone said, fuck damn, which I really loved. Um, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. And there was one scene where I can't remember if it was one of the one of the boss man kind of henchmen or one of the girls. I can't remember, but they, I think, got kicked in the face. And they were bleeding out of the mouth and drooling. Bleeding out of the nose, drooling with tears in their face and sweat. And God, dude, what are you doing? It's glimmering. And so it's oh, just yeah, he's, he's, he's against that white wall. And yeah. He's fa- yeah, you said you wanted that framed above your Yeah, so there's this really kind of central impact frame. of wetness. But then there's some stuff on the periphery that kind of dried me out. Those three points of kind of dry. So hmm. one okay. central wet little bit of dry. <laughs> Did we get a number there? Seven. Okay. If it wasn't two hours, it probably would have been 9.5. <laughs> it started to dry me out. I got really fucking zooted. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> All right. I, I would give this probably, I'm going to say 8.1. I'm going to say 8.1. I think having seen a lot of Wang Jing, including the From Vegas to Macau films, which present a completely different side of Macau. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely true. I would say this is one of his more uh, heartfelt subjects of gambling tycoons. And I would say he treated it with respect and a lot of lore. And a lot of, he brought a lot of, uh, it made me want to learn more about everything. Yeah. You know, Wang Jing, I don't think uh, applies nearly this much scholarship. No, exactly. Exactly. It, it, It was a film that was meant to stay with you in one way or the other. Like after, after, wow. yeah, yeah. I wonder if he's that. ever gotten a chance to like meet any of these uh, casino I'm sure Stanley tycoons Ho, and just been like, "You are my muse." I'm sure Stanley Ho <laughs> has has broken off a piece of his waltzing trophy and given it to Wong Jing <laughs> as a thank you. Um, Godflow from Andy, definitely too long. Definitely some strange stylistic choices, like I said, of cutting important information and including a lot of ridiculous non-important information. Kind of like a. Uh, um, a uh, dealer's choice of uh, lenses and color correction. <laughs> right, right. Um, figurative, figurative. Who? Uh, it's like how would I say? God, it's like a giant, a giant coffee cup, a giant cup of zoot, oh. ice, ice zoot, and you're just bathing in the condensation <laughs> on the side. It's also like 95 degrees, and so it's, <laughs> but it's like rapidly running out and it's also kind of gross and everybody in public is watching you do this <laughs> oh no <laughs> and like by the by the time you get to the end of it all the it's ice like is deeply satisfying it's kind of deeply satisfying but kind of gross <laughs> yes wonderful all right beautiful 